everyone. Welcome to Rockstar Podcast, episode 016. Mariana was going into like uh, Gods of War dance or uh, some sort of... Some sort of tribal thing. We got to go video, man. Video podcast. Rage Against the Machine. More like the... If you, I won't do what you tell me. Yes. I would say, I would call that, I would say he's throttling. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to start over? No, not at all. Uh, Let's get right into it. Mariana, how are you, Mariana? Mariano. How are you today? sister, Mariana. I'm psyched because there's a corduroy conference. I missed it important. <laughs> that is the worst you. setup ever. You are so non-organic. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mariano. I tweeted about corduroys. Talk, go. Okay, so you got it. So you're doing fine. Everything's okay. You're a little bit giddy. You didn't talk on the way here, so you didn't lose any material. Hopefully. No, I, I didn't want you to have to bring it up in the podcast in in an uh, in a an awkward way. Yeah, no, let's because this was perfectly natural. No, no, it, was, it was completely not programmed at all. So yes, you. Tweeted uh, about the Corduroys conference. Conference, yes. Which in, in New York, itself, which unfortunately I missed, but because uh, I found out of the, about it the day of. Could so. you, did, did you happen? Now you, I saw the article. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't read a damn word of that article. <laughs> I read maybe the. First what happens article. at the Corduroy conference? Roughly, do you know? Do people just go there and dress in corduroy and rub on each other I and think, get static? Or yeah. How does that go? <laughs> and then they blow up balloons yeah. <laughs> and stick them to themselves. And then they rub their, their feet with socks on the rug and shock each other. <laughs> Tony, how are you? I'm pretty good, man. Like now, you, saw the, you, you saw the tweet. Did I you saw know? the tweet, but to be honest with you, it flew right by me. I said something about corduroy and con- I don't know. I moved on. <laughs> I, I was busy at the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> So uh, the conference, uh, did you read it? What did the I read say? about it. it? It was in New York. Actually, the uncle that, that told me that oh, you great. were pronouncing my name He's wrong. really going to fucking love us now. <laughs> he, he, uh, now he's he, making fun of the conference. He, yeah. he, sent, uh, he sent me the, uh, That's my best the link Italian. to the corduroy uh, conference. Okay. Um, that's all right. We'll, is, we'll it, now, is he kind of, well, first off, I got to follow him on Twitter now. <laughs> That's the first thing I got to do. Uh, but did he send it to you alluding to the podcast or just in general as you are known as a person who of... No, alluding, alluding to the podcast. He's oh, a big okay. fan. He is. He listens. Okay. Is he, was Twitter he on Twitter before the podcast? He's not on Twitter now. He's on Facebook, but he's... Uh... So episode 16 and he's not on Twitter still? <laughs> no. Okay. And, and Gina is not on Facebook, right? Gina... Uh, that's a tough question to answer because she's not on Facebook right. personally. So your wife yeah. left Facebook. Yes. And your uncle has not joined Twitter since the podcast. Right. And you charge for social media, correct? <laughs> I just, just so I understand that. Okay. Well, that's why they won't they won't hire me. <laughs> okay. And well, in fact, none of our wives are on Twitter. <laughs> no, mine has an account. Yeah. She tweeted twice three years ago. So it's safe to say our wives keep their Twitters private. <laughs> My, no, my wife probably is more private than we care. Your, your wife has a public Twitter. My, my, my wife has a public Twitter. Okay. <laughs> don't do it. No. Don't touch it. No, it's like in respect to the Twitter. community. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch your private <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> and we're not drinking. I, 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 I don't know. This is like a lie that even I don't even know if I should. Don't touch. It's throbbing. Don't touch it. Okay, stop. Twitter's. Oh boy. Okay. It's throttling. Didn't you say throttling? <laughs> yes. I did. Okay. Okay, Tony, how are you? I'm pretty good, thank you. I was in the process of checking in to Drop House <laughs> Studio while you guys bantered. Okay. I'm Which I'm still Thanks. the mayor. I'm very, I'm well, very impressed. Well, I mean, how could I ask you? <laughs> At this point, you get the keys to the city. <laughs> how are you, Lorenzo? I'm fine, thank you. I'm just looking at my iPad that just changed over to the different email, which, okay. Here's what I want to talk about for a moment. I don't know if you, it just ro- rolled out Google Plus. Not mm-hmm. Google Plus, but the business accounts. Right. Have you guys gone even I, I, and this is not because of uh time or anything but it's more because it's google uh have you guys rolled into the google plus business pages at all i haven't i did see that come up this week i i think you uh, i either saw some stuff coming up on twitter or or you might have posted it but i did see that i i haven't to be honest with you i've been sleeping a lot on the whole google plus thing i just don't have the time we haven't either we all have google plus accounts but we haven't done the business page yet yeah you haven't okay because it's well i i have done it it's basically the exact same thing as Facebook, mm-hmm. where you can... Like in so, terms of functionality and, and such? In terms of functionality, yes, but even to the point of where in the upper left it says your name and then there's a drop down and it says change to your business page. Uh-huh. Uh. And, I, you know, I'm speaking uh, without having full understanding of it, but in essence, 
<laughs> That's always funny when that happens. <laughs> in essence, you almost have to re-add everybody, but you have to kind of, you can only add them if they add you, or it's it's a little bit confusing. When it comes to the business page? Yeah, you? yeah. Okay. So for instance, um, uh, Jason Hatch, who I, uh, we mm-hmm. all know from mm-hmm. Edmund and stuff like mm-hmm. that, he followed me and then I followed him back, but then... I couldn't tell if it was his business page or his personal page. And I guess because he, I wasn't sure. I was a little bit confused on okay. it. Now, I granted, did not spend a lot of time with it because I didn't see the necessity of it. But it, well, here's where I'm going with this. What it made me think was the whole logic of what Google Plus is. We're all on it, right? I probably use it more than <laughs> you, you guys, but you I do. don't even use it that much. Right. However, I, I thought that Google Plus, it made me think that Google Plus should have went after being the social media world of business. And what I mean by that is so many people that used it initially were tech guys or people who are industry driven and stuff like that. And I think it would have been better to use or create Google plus as the brand of social media. So you, they didn't, so they wouldn't email Tony as, you know, Tony wants you to join Google plus, but it'd be more like Tony join Google plus as drop house. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I could differentiate. So I could yeah, go into you're, Facebook. You're absolutely right. Yep. And what they could have done was pulled all the businesses that were on Facebook yeah, and yeah. pulled them into Google Plus rather than making it a personal thing. And I thought that that was, or, or at least something that I think that they could have done where they could have said, okay, so we're not going to get 750 million users, but we will make it so if you're in Facebook and you want to play Zenga games or whatever, that's fine. But if you want to find a business, you'll go to Google Plus. And that's where we could have been, you know, used for branding. Yeah, you've uh, you've actually mentioned this before. We've had some some brief conversations about it. I I do see the validity in that argument because it would have uh, they would have been essentially specializing themselves and separating themselves from everything else. You know, Twitter is very different. So let's just consider Facebook. It's very similar to Facebook, and it's trying to be Facebook Plus or you know whatever you want to call it. The only disadvantage to your point is that if it's all businesses, right. In a case like mine, where I'm kind of a B2B, right? Because most of the people who use Dropbox and, and the services are businesses uh, on some level or DJ businesses or they're, they could be small business owners or what have you. But what about the businesses who thrive on consumers? Well, True consumers, then, you know, I don't, I don't the know. One thing, the, one, the one argument I would say for that <laughs> is that Google's invested a lot of time in developing their uh, local search capabilities. So, you know, they encourage businesses to go and create a profile on local search. And I think it would have been a natural fit for them to create a social tool that kind of builds that into one another. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. you know, you have your Google Places integrated in with your Google Plus. And now all of of a sudden you have not only a B2B resource, but you also have a B2C resource for people to to, uh, use. And people can then use those Google Plus profiles to add uh, reviews on your particular business and then maybe even reviews on your products. Um, so you look like you're ready to say something. Well, no, I was just thinking. Explode. Off, no, no, no. I was. <laughs> I, I know I did. No, I'm just thinking uh, off of Tony's argument. I didn't quite understand what you meant by it. Like you saying, if there's a business, well, explain it again because well, I didn't grasp it. The whole business, the B2B thing, right? right. My drop house business, my studio business is essentially a B2B. There's not quote unquote, a lot of consumers who would hire me unless they own a business, Uh, whether it's for the commercial work, you know, the voiceover work, or whether it's the DJ companies who are looking to to use audio branding and re-imaging and all that stuff. So those I consider businesses using my business, but uh, I don't know, a pastry shop or or something like that, that's more business to consumer. It's like they have a tangible product. That right. They're selling. So, so if I'm on Google Plus and I'm surrounded by other businesses, granted, you can still get some regi- residual business from those businesses. But what if you know my my main consumer, so to speak, is not a business? Okay. The, and they're all businesses on there. So you, I guess you know, my no, you're right. I guess my logic was not so much that the social part of it would be the business to only, business, only, right? But it would be more of the type of place, almost like an old school forum where users go to your Google Plus right, page, right, and interact right. yep. through Facebook yep. comments right. if they wanted to. That would be right. maybe like, you know, you could do dis, um, discuss yep. different mm-hmm. comments where, in other words, they could go there and find you as a company and mm-hmm. when they want to do their personal stuff. So, in other words, pull away from the Facebook business side because Google Plus was never going to take away from the personal side of it, from Facebook. They're mm-hmm. not going to take away from that. Mm-hmm. They're going to be people like us. 
especially me who are like, yeah, go Google Plus. But in essence, I still go back to Facebook, <laughs> right? Because right. that's where that's where <laughs> the community is. So yeah, to me, I don't exactly. Give a shit so about you go, you, yeah, you go where the community is and, and where the eyeballs are. And I just wondered because the bit, it's almost like Facebook did the business thing because they had to and because. There's good economical reasons well, for, for, ad, for yeah. ads, right? Of course. Right. But Google Plus could have been, could have said, okay, you know what? Facebook's got the personal side, but we're really going to show you how to do business because Google is considered more like the business yeah, side. Yeah, business C. Right, right, business C. So mm-hmm. maybe they would have made it more for the business stuff and integrated it with websites. I don't know. It just seems like that they looked at Facebook, said, we have to compete. We have to be in this. We're going to give it a little bit more of a push than just throwing our names in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't do anything for me uh, to make me want to go there or make me think of going there initially. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't think of going there. And I have the account, and I occasionally right. check it, but it's extremely occasionally, to be honest. You I, treat yeah. it like well, LinkedIn, you, though, right? It, well, you probably, I'm sorry? You treat it like LinkedIn, where you kind of yeah, think everyone's Yeah, exactly, going, LinkedIn. Right. And I'll at least get some emails from LinkedIn about discussions that I'm, I'm subscribed to. And even then, I'll, <laughs> I won't always check them. I'll just occasionally check them. Because let's face it, our time is precious, right? I know it comes down to you have to invest. You have to invest the time. I know that. But we're also in our, I, I don't know about you, but I'm in like, you're kind of in your, your routine yeah. or your zone. Right. Like every morning, you know, I'm, I'm checking my Facebook. I'm checking Twitter. We're using and TweetDeck and Google is mm-hmm. never a tweet because Twitter is so in bed with Apple. Right. Google will never be part of TweetDeck. Right. And I almost feel like if Google Plus was part of TweetDeck and I could, or like you, apps like you, that. Yeah. It would be easier to incorporate. 100%. Yeah, I would course. be able to read it and I'd be able to post so now what I do is I write a message in TweetDeck and then I'll go to Google Plus and put it in there. Mm-hmm. A couple of points. Number one, it's interesting if you look at it because Google started out as a consumer tool. You know, the search engine was obviously what uh, propelled it into popularity um, and and made it useful to people. Um, it was really the first web tool that people understood and you know became a phenomenon uh, when the internet first came out. And now or was first popularized. And now um, Google Plus, I think the biggest problem with it, for me anyway, has been I'm getting all these, and I haven't had time to just sit down and figure it out, but I'm getting all these weird, I'm getting all these weird messages when I try to log in that, I have two similar accounts and now they need to be merged. And right, because you have so different on. Gmail accounts, right? You have different Gmail yep, accounts. Yep. And, that you could know, cause an issue. I'm, like, yep. I'm sorry, it's, it's such an asinine way. <laughs> uh, you're never going to get people to invest unless you're able to simplify it and make it easy for them to understand. You know, you're just making it more complex for somebody. If they come in and they, they don't understand that why message, bother? why bother? Why just, bother? Just, just do it. Just Why do, why why do you have bother? to they ask my Facebook permission? They made Facebook look easy. They made Facebook look easy, I don't, which, which is impossible. And they kept it simple. You know, the big thing from Google Plus everybody discussed was, oh, the circles, right? That, mm-hmm, was, that mm-hmm. was their big thing, the circles. Yeah. And after you get to the circles, you're like, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> right. Whereas right. with Facebook, if Facebook, you know, the thing is also with Facebook, Facebook had a slow growth for several years. Yep. Google Plus came right out and they had everybody focused they on wanted, them. Yeah, they wanted no a bitch slap to slap everybody. Yep. Right, they, there was no time for it to nurture right. into growing into yeah, something. Yeah, I, I think Facebook actually grew organically yeah. and on its own scene, so to speak. And, and what did evolve eventually, as we know Facebook today or over right. the last couple of years, it took a long time and it was because it was growing organically. It's like demand. Right. Oh, I can provide that. And, isn't and that then what I'll Apple go did? one step further. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. It's what yeah. Apple did. Whereas yeah. Windows came on the storm, you know, right. came out of nowhere in the, in the mid eighties as, you know, IBM, um, uh, right. IBM. Whereas the Apple kind of grew organically over time. And uh, that's why it seems like Apple and Facebook are the two biggest ones. Well, we're pretty smart over here. Well, I think so. And the other I thing, that, that I mean, so the other thing that I was going to say about the organic growth, growth of, Go- of Google is that I don't think they always give their, tools enough time to develop. I mean, they have, on the one hand, they have these betas that stay beta forever. So like Gmail, Gmail was clearly more than just a beta product. It, it worked, it worked well. And a lot of people kind of adapted it, uh, adopted it pretty quickly, but then they had something like wave, which I think, you know, they introduced wave as the next big thing to email. They dropped it on the marketplace. They, they didn't have really good support for it. And I think that it could have been a really good tool for people to use because we ended up adopting it internally for certain projects. And it was it was a really good tool for us. But, you know, and then they just suddenly drop it. I, I think Google Google's biggest problem is communicating with their user base. It was easy for them to, to proliferate Gmail because it's something that people get. People all have email. They know how it works. 
But with Google Plus, they, they're not clear at communicating what the advantages of Google Plus are. So, you know, there's and there's nobody who's an evangelist for them on that respect either. So that's why I think they had a tough time getting Wave off the ground because there weren't enough people that got it that understood why, you know, why Wave is this great thing. Uh, in fact, it even took us until the till days before they announced that they were discontinuing support to get why it was good. And and I think the same, unfortunately, is being driven out for Google Plus because I don't think people get what the advantage is over Facebook. And I'm not sure that there is any advantage, but I'm just, I don't see an evangelist for Google Plus that says, you know, this is great. And this is the reason why you might need a Google Plus account and a Facebook. Well, there's no, right. There's no need for it. But, you know, with Twitter, the people in the industry always went to the new thing and they didn't just go to anything, but we went to Twitter and Twitter built up organically. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been using, I've been using Twitter for years and it's, it's finally getting to a point where it's building up. Google Plus, I just think it's, uh, they should have done what you, what you're saying and gone in slower and just been like, we're here and let the people, meaning us, build it up organically rather than making this big push for it, having everybody jump on. And then everybody that jumped on was like, okay, so basically you're Facebook, but now we're here because we're the tech guys. So it's cool. Come here. But mainstream America don't come here. You know? Well, yeah, I, I think uh, the reason quote unquote to get on Google plus is if you hate Facebook right. or you're tired of Facebook or whatever. Right. And that's why you see probably a lot of the guys that you do see on there. Yeah. Uh, the people who just, they, they don't want to embrace Facebook because it's mainstream or for whatever other reasons. Right, they've ruined it. And it's right, like, right, right, right. So, so you want something like pure. Well, you know, it's, it's not. But the problem is, is that without people joining Facebook, Facebook doesn't become what it is. And half of the people who are using Facebook to get their word out aren't. So it's a catch-22. It like, is. They don't want people to come over. And then when they... Then they say, well, how come nobody's here? It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah you know. a, it is a catch-22. You're I, right. I think this is a valuable lesson for a lot of business owners out there because you can't go into developing developing a product or service with a me-too attitude. You know, I think that I think that if you're looking for true success, you have to be able to demonstrate the value. And you have to have those first few customers that come in who are embracing the product for you to be able to... Uh, communicate that value to other yeah. people, other yep. potential customers yeah. for you, because we all know from having talked in the podcast that referrals are really important for a building right. a solid business. Right. Right. So if you can't develop that referral base, then you're never going to kind of move up to the next level because marketing and sales, as important as I think they are in a company charter, you need people who can evangelize for you who aren't vested in the product because yeah. they just use the product because they love the product. Right. That's actually a really good observation. And the whole value thing, like I use that word a lot, uh, both on, on the drop house side, you know, for the studio business. And when I meet with clients on the DJ side, mm -hmm. right, because we're not the cheapest guys on the block and it's not about dollars and cents. So in this case, you know, we're talking about investing your time right into social media and it, it it is all about your return on that time whether it's you know time in this case or or money but what i wanted to comment on your point is it's differentiation mm -hmm. you have to convey that to your audience right whether that audience is a client a customer somebody who logs in and even if the differentiation isn't necessarily in the product itself so like google plus it could and just Facebook, be the experience exactly the same let's say let's say they're exactly the same but google and this i know this isn't true but google plus offers kick-ass support and facebook doesn't offer any support or facebook offers kick-ass support you know so that is a differentiator yeah, it doesn't have to huge. be tangible in the product itself it can be part of your company virtue it can be part of your company value so you know i think this is starting to be a, a good case study for companies to to take a look at and, and learn from i wonder if google plus with their app you know with facebook when you check in with foursquare and all that stuff or with Facebook places, it's personal. That's why I'm thinking, I thought about the business side. What if I could use my Google Plus to use that? Basically use it just like Facebook, but as my business entity. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, I just, I feel, plus now with, and you guys both have the, the 4S, right? Mm -hmm. right? Siri, okay. Mm -hmm. That is going to change the whole dynamic of searching. Because now, especially with all these companies buying these voice recognition, smaller apps. Huge, yeah. I'm not going to search by going to Google anymore. Yeah. I'm going to type Siri, and then yeah. I'm gonna, that's going to be my yeah, search. That's going to be, yeah. So now- well, she'll, whole, she'll still do a web search. Sorry, not to cut you well, off. She, she will, but it doesn't matter what she uses. Initially, right now, she's using, from what I've gathered, she's using Google. Yeah, she, yeah as far as I know. Yeah. But that doesn't mean anything. She could change, I mean, she, Siri, 
the development could change to Bing. It could Apple could create true. their own search. That so is very now, true. Yep. Google as the search monster and Google ads and all that stuff over the next three years, it's going to be, it almost, I dare I say this, but it could be to the point where Google becomes literally almost like the yellow pages they where could, they could watch. Because yeah. you add Facebook search, Twitter search, mm-hmm. all the other search capabilities. Now, so here's my example. Last night I, I listened to a presentation and the guy said that he was, they're a DJ uh, company and there was someone, I, I forgot who it was, but they typed in Google, they needed a DJ. Because they were in the same town as this company, on Google came up as Google Places. That was yep. the first listing. They yep. called them and booked them. Okay? Yep. Something like that, yes. But in general, you're just going to say to your phone, I need a DJ. And it's going to show you through Google. But what if Apple decides, you know what? We don't want right. to use Google. Right. We want to use our own search because Apple does that stuff. So it's interesting because now the whole search world is going to be turned upside down in the next three years. It could potentially. It's going to be. And this is just, we're just scratching the surface here. This this is the beginning. Now, Siri, this type of process has been around for a couple of years with even dragon dictation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but this is, this this is a huge, huge improvement and, and a, Beta. wide rollout. I mean, think about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea how many of those phones were sold. Uh, a lot. There and were, everybody's there were, using them. <laughs> there were 4 million so- sold in the first weekend. Right. Yeah. There are people still getting them today that's, that ordered it for... That's big. Yeah. yeah. And this is only the, like, they did the 4S. I'm not making fun of you guys because you have it. I'm just saying, literally. <laughs> no, they did it to roll yeah. out Siri. Yeah, of because course. Because you've gotten it sometimes where Siri's not available, yes, right? Rarely, and they're yes, rarely, but yes. And they're testing it out. So yeah. in the iPhone It's essentially 5, in beta. It, it really is. Yeah. iPhone 5 is going to be that's going to be like the monster. Big, yep. Right. So now I'm not going to do any of that Google or Yahoo or Fate or even Facebook search. I'm going to just say it in my phone. Right. Yeah, I think, well, to a point, at least at I might least disagree with you to some extent, but you make a good point because a lot of the times that I'm using Siri, it's because I'm not here at home. Right. Uh, or I have used it just walking around, you know, in your well, day to day stuff. Of it, right. right. But, but it is extremely convenient for, for other applications. But as far as a Google search or any search like that, if I'm home or if I'm in my office or in the studio, I'll probably go to a computer. If I'm out, Right. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. Who, who has more data right now than anybody? Real time data is yeah. Facebook. It's Facebook yeah. in the sense of, so what if Siri somehow uses you know, in bed? It, well, it makes it to the point where Google now has to reconsider. Their strategy. Their yeah. strategy. Yeah. Or, and look, they, they probably are well aware and have thought <laughs> yeah. this all out. I don't think they're waiting for us to tell them. Right. But, in I, fact, but I wonder if, if that's what Google Plus is. But it's a very good is. point. I wonder yeah. if that's what Google Plus is yeah. to in, do that. In fact, I think that one of the things, there's an antitrust lawsuit going. I don't remember all the details. I know that there's an antitrust lawsuit going on with Google uh, because of its dominance in search. And one of their arguments is that Siri is the future of search and that that's the competition. So that Google really doesn't have a foothold on the market, but Siri is It's the, the primitive robot. It but, really is personal assistant. I, right. Right now, that argument doesn't really hold water because Siri defaults to Google if it can't <laughs> right. find... But they, right. can, but they can change that. Right. But they can change instance, that. Right. Whatever they want. Right, exactly. Right. Or, or there, you know, there could even be an option in phones where you can say, you know, don't... In fact, I think there is an option where you can say, don't use Google, use right. Bing or whatever, what right. have you. So I can see your argument there. I think that there's... I think there's some validity to it. And I'm sure Google is aware of it. I mean, the fact that they use that argument in the antitrust lawsuit (laughs) indicates that they are kind of thinking ahead and saying, hey, you know, if people are talking to their phones to get the data that they need, then, you know, we could be in trouble. But at the same time, I think it's going to be a while before it goes away because people still sit at their computers to do searches. And the first thing that they do is go to Google to get what they need. Although before Siri, using the Google app on the yes, iPhone, yes. it has voice recognition, right. yeah. and it's actually quite good, and I've, I've used yep. it quite Which a bit. Which is funny, because we, I, I have it too, and neither of us really used it religiously, right? No, not at all. You never even thought but of it. But now I use Siri for everything. For everything. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? How well, that, it is, because you're not going to an app that's right. specific for searching. It's the phone. I just, I'm doing everything, right? right? And I can't wait till they put it on the iPad, to well, be they, honest with you. They also have that, that Wolfram Alpha Alpha. Yes. Database that they search, and that's so. If you, unbelievable, so, which is really unbelievable. So if like you're like how many, how many meters are in a mile or something like that, it will go and search for you. And what is it searching? It's searching something called Wolfram Alpha. W O L F R A M Alpha. It's basically I'm not familiar with that. Uh, it's com- everything search that has to do with mathematics. So you could say how long would it take me to walk to 
to Italy from where I'm standing. Right. And right. it'll tell you steps, miles, hours. <laughs> right. It, right. It's uh, how the, many days since I've been born. Yes. It yeah. is. Uh, it is an yeah. unbelievable. Right. Right. It, it, all the all those like fun stats that you see on. Yeah. That's yeah, where it yeah. comes from. Wow. Um, okay. The app itself is wonderful as well. You, that's not through Siri that you would type yourself. Right. But. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I can imagine to the point where you would use your phone as your personal assistant, and whenever you needed information, it would shoot it to your television, which will be an Apple TV, to your <laughs> iPad, right? But to that point where yeah. Siri will start making suggestions to you, if you potentially. wanted to. Potentially. That's a big door to open, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's Minority Report, right? When you walk in and it says, hello, Mr. Neto, how are you today? <laughs> By the way, your size uh, corduroy is in stock, right? right. right? Phenomenal. And th- that's why I always go into the, the argument of privacy is bullshit. Nobody, everybody wants to say that they want to be private. Right. But in essence, nobody cares about privacy, right? <laughs> I mean, I, how many times I've seen people are private, private, and then they post stuff like, wow, I just doo-dooed my pants. Like, yeah. shit like that. Well, like, I, but I think- To I, a point. Privacy, to a point. They like, use I, that I wouldn't as, put as my social fighting. security number up on, no, on Facebook. No, but who's like, and that, that would be something that I want to keep private. But some of the, someone like my preferences, like what do I like to wear? And that, and when you're talking about a computer knowing that stuff. But uh, let me ask care. you, okay, be, I, let, let's have a moment of truth here. I always hear the social security argument and, and the credit card argument. I understand that. But how many times in the past 20 years calling up and you would call for one reason or another, whether it was pay a bill or whatever it was, and you would not even give a second thought when they ask for social security. I do give a second thought. I do it because I have okay. no choice, but okay. I do give a I'm second thought. Privacy, I have thought of that. Right. I'm not saying but pri- I'm a paranoid freak when it comes to that. Okay. Stuff. And I think you're not, par- I think you're educated. But I'm, but I'm also not, yeah, I'm not. There not are the super- paranoid. There is the paranoia people. The who true like, paranoid. Yeah. Right. I, I call myself paranoid. I'm not truly you're paranoid, not. but, but yeah, absolutely. I, I, I see your argument and there's, um, I'm just saying we're not as private as we want to claim no, to be. No, except absolutely, we're not. When we want to make the fight for it, I'll jump in on that. Actually, my wife and I were having this. We've had this conversation a few times, and it's a funny conversation. She's like, "I don't really care if they know." Yes, and they suggest sell when I go on these websites. So, you know, her Doesn't her me. her job actually gives her, especially this position, gives her a lot of insight into some of the marketing tactics that these companies are using, whether they're microblog sites or right. you know, like all these ads that pop up, they're all geared towards that particular demographic or, you, you know, although they might not know who you are, they know your IP address. So they've based a profile. They've created a profile based on where you go online, mm-hmm. what you buy, where you've shopped, what sites you've shopped, all these sort of things that actually create, it's kind of an anonymous profile, but it's still a profile so that when you go to the, some of these sites that have incorporated some of this behind the scenes marketing, you know, those ads are relevant to you. And we agree, that's actually pretty cool. Because I don't have a if I'm going to see ads, I might as well see ads that are going to be relevant to there me. Is, yeah. I, I prefer that way, just like you do. But then I th- think about the other side of it. And I, I had this argument on a tech show about the cable product, Cablevision, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say that, you know, cable is too expensive. Why do I need all these channels? Why do I need all this stuff? In line with your arguing, so I get a lot of ads for the New York Rangers. I'm a New York Rangers fan. I love the, I love it. But let's say uh, I, I watched the movie Gladiator, and I'm a big Gladiator fan, and it keeps giving me that type of genre. There are things also, the other side, that I'm not going to see. That, yes, and I And that's agree. where I go to the cable thing. Like, everybody says, oh, I just want to, you know, why do I have to have all these channels? Shows like Dexter, um, The Office, which was one on social media, the American version, you would never have known these shows if it wasn't for AMC, USA Network, these networks that people would have never have bought and never created jobs with. Right. So... I think it's not so much that I want to have buffet because I don't want to go through 800 channels and say, I'd like these 20 and not the, because I don't know what I'm missing. I just think that the pay structure should be different. Keeping in line with, I don't know what you were talking about. But no, yeah, the, I don't know what no, you're talking no, about. Well, in general, when <laughs> I, I know see, my cable bill went up. Is yes. that what you're referring well, to? But in, but in general, um, the logic is that I want to be advertised to the things I like, but I also don't want to lose out. you don't want to be excluded out. from other right, things? Right, I don't want to lose out on that. So it's like a, you, you can't be happy. You can't have it all. It's rough, right? Yeah. Either uh, that or it's going to be completely random and you're going to get ads for stockings. Yeah, <laughs> I still get I still get my AARP uh, messages in mail. Well, I you're, still get my you're, you're, okay. As you're a getting for, there as a former smoker. I if you remember in the '90s, Marlboro used to do where you had the points on the side of the cigarette and you could turn it in for right. product. Right? I remember that right. to this from day, a marketing perspective. Right, I remember but to that. this day, I still get a package from Marlboro on my birthday. To this day, now I don't smoke Marlboro anymore. Right, however, that. 
them continuing to uh, bombard me with information, even though it's once a year, um, it reminds me that a I used to be a smoker, but it, it, it's them. I, I don't know how to explain. It. It's like it's the crusty side of it. it's like guys. Don't you realize I haven't bought Marlboro in fifteen years? Like, and that's where I'm like. Okay, I understand you're sending me coupons for cigarettes, but at some point you're wondering, like, how much money are they wasting on this? Yeah. So that's why I think specific ads might work because it saves on the business side where well, they don't have- it makes much more sense. It makes much more sense. But as the consumer, I'm missing out on- You might be. Uh, you know, I'm missing out on stuff possibly. Well, maybe. Well, yeah. but, I mean, it gives you, it just gives you the opportunity to opt into stuff as opposed to having it be in your face. Do you think Mad Men would have been ever as popular had it not been for the fact that everybody who had cable was able to see it? I won because uh, what is that AMC right? Uh, yeah, the AMC. I, so I just nobody, well, not nobody, but not a lot of people would specifically order AMC. So I understand yeah. your point. I, I understand where you go. I wonder. Uh, did you have any final thoughts on that, Mariana? Or are you, mm. are you, you said that I disappoint? Did I? <laughs> did, did you what? Did I disappoint you in some way? No, you didn't disappoint okay. me in any way. Uh, sleepy from the <laughs> lunch. Speaking. No, of, I'm not sleepy at all. <laughs> oh well. Okay, we'll go into that in a second. But speaking of uh, Apple and uh, all the people who use Android and said, I have Flash on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the fact that it slows your phone down to levels you don't even understand, Adobe announced that they are no longer going to be creating any more updates or any more patches for the Adobe Flash. I they did have, not know that. Mobile. They have given mobile. Uh, mobile. They have completely given up on the mobile. Uh, they are going full HTML5, which Steve Jobs said Adobe is de- Flash is dead say, two years ago. Steve right now in his coffin is going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all you Galaxy Cornholios out there, uh, Beavis and Butthead returned uh, a couple weeks ago, which I'm a big fan of. Um, you can. You don't all- strike me as a Beavis and Butthead fan. <laughs> what, 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 what do I strike you as a flying nun? Uh, that was sarcasm. Yes, I know. Uh, but. It's dead. It's no more. That's crazy. And well, it's it, it was coming. I mean, HTML5 has been building Steam, what, for a while now, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, the it's pretty obvious. A good two years, right? The writing yeah. was on the wall. Yeah. But I found that uh, very interesting. So all you Android people out there. That is interesting. Enjoy. Now... <laughs> Speaking of uh, lunch, well, and you know, interestingly oh. enough, on that on that topic, there yep. were there were even when even though it was released on Android, it didn't always it didn't work for every device. It did not, and no, it, and it didn't work well, well for the device that right. it did work on. So, right. I mean, I I you know, it was one of those. And how many times did you actually go to a website and you couldn't see it on your iPad Rare. or your iPhone? And when you did see it, did, uh, I know I did. When I saw that, I'd be like, "Well, I'm not going to do any business with them." <laughs> well, that's because they're antiquated. Well, yeah. they are. Well, that's not, to, not to mention very often if they're antiquated and very often they didn't want to spend the money. A lot of the flash websites that are out there now are the flash websites that were free that somebody could design in two seconds. With, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you're right. Those are typically the people that you don't want to do business with. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry, flash. <laughs> and I, I flash. actually, I actually oh. think that the, the, the full version of Flash is going to. I love the movie way. Flash. <laughs> I love it. Um, speaking of Flash, uh, which has nothing to do with it, uh, Mariano and I went to Chipotle. Yeah. However, my experience last week, Karen swore to me. She's like, "We got you. Got to go to Baja Fresh." I'm not saying she said. I'm not saying it's going to be better than Chipotle. I've been there. I've been there. Not recently. I, I'll tell you. I went there. Uh, to I Baja thought Fresh. It, yes, I did go to Baja okay. Fresh. Karen and I were both a little left disappointed, and not not because it was bad, but because it wasn't as good as her first experience going to Baja Fresh. Uh-huh. Uh, I was constipated for four days, <laughs> and I was. Thank and, you for sharing. Yeah, wow. Well, okay. It's better than saying you had to run for four days. I mean, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> yes. So um, my experience was not great, though. Uh, I did hold out on Chipotle during this whole time period. It's the last podcast, basically, and we went today, and now I'm very happy about it. <laughs> Thank you for it sharing. Was, your it was experience. like watching a crack addict get a hit again. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> and what do I? And I go first. I, and then, and I, then I put my hand very. I, I just oh, yeah. happened to grab a napkin that Lorenzo, was in the vicinity I'm, no, I'm sorry, of Lorenzo's. Lorenzo's telling a story, and out of the corner of his eye, because he's turned towards me at the bar, uh, out of the corner of his eye, he thinks he sees you reaching for, for his, his last, last bite, and, and he goes, I, "What are you doing?" I went, I went pirate ninja. <laughs> I did. I thought. I thought I was, took us I four minutes to get married. Right. off the floor <laughs> <laughs> from the kick to the chest. Well, Sorry. You know, uh, uh, well, the thing is when we go there, I, I you know, there, there is, there's the soup Nazi from Seinfeld and stuff like that. I am the reverse soup Nazi. I'm on the other side. <laughs> I have three orders. It's a standing order. It's one for lunch and then two for dinner. Me and my wife. Hey, Lorenzo, and, how you doing? I'm and, surprised that they called you by first name. <laughs> it's like Norma. Cheers. I'm sure there are more psychotic people than me. Than yeah. Chipotle. I don't know. Uh, 
They don't all have a podcast, I, though. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You get to hear about it more often. <laughs> check in on Foursquare and all that stuff. Um, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah. What a dick. So glad you guys enjoyed that. Uh, so, Tony, you are keeping busy with the SCE event group, which changed their name? Yes, I am. They changed their name from uh, Sound Connection Entertainment to the SCE event group. Now, I would say if anybody's in the New Jersey, New York, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or Tahiti, uh, Honolulu. <laughs> we're, we're fairly well known. Honolulu. If they're looking for a holiday event. Oh, is this a plug? Why not? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> this is a plug. Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Right? It's, hol- it's coming up on holiday yeah. time. Now, that's, this, it's interesting that he would rebrand himself at this time. It is, it is, but it. Uh, I think it was more just like one of those evolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, an, it's It definitely represents an evolution of the brand itself. The brand, I know you, I know you said he, meaning uh, Jason, Jason, who has been right. on the podcast before, but the brand of Sound Connection, the actual company, the DJ company that we're involved in, you know, it's an evolution of the brand. And we've been talking about it kind of underground, under the table for quite some time. And we've been kicking a lot of stuff around. And then I, I guess just uh, some some synergy took place and, and we decided, okay, let's get the ball rolling. And then we threw out a lot of names. And, you know, I was real big on keeping the SCE because we've always used SCE, especially in social media. Mm-hmm. So I was always kind of gunning for to at least keep that rather than completely reinventing. So it becomes more of an evolution of the name. And hopefully that represents the evolution of the company and the kind of events that we're producing. And we're doing a lot of event production, just not just DJing per se. Oh, okay. So in a Incorporates, you know, the photo booth division that we have and it incorporates, you know, we've got somebody who's set up for furniture rentals and all this crazy stuff, wow. like to turn your, your event into a lounge or, or, you know, cocktail party or something like that. So it's kind of cool. Well, that's interesting because it's a, it's definitely the one shop, mo- one stop shop model, which is something that we're kind of moving towards ourselves. Well, that's, that's funny that you say that because I, I actually deny that to everyone. We actually take a lot of pride not being that one-stop shop. But it's interesting that you said that. We have contacts mm-hmm. for a lot of stuff. But you don't roll into the SCE event group's office and say, well, I want a photographer, I want a videographer, I need a caterer, I need this and I need that. You actually don't do that. But we have so many connections throughout the industry that we've got certain relationships, I guess you could say. Right. So, well, I mean, so, I, and I, by one-stop shop, I didn't mean that you guys do all the yeah, work yourself. Yeah, yeah, Just like we're not going to do all the work ourselves either, right. but, you know, kind of... Pa- you have a support kind of system almost. Having yeah. a support system and packaging or being able to say, you know you know, provide a list and say, Hey, listen, this is what we're doing for you. Mm -hmm. And here's a list of people that we've worked with in the past that are excellent. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, again, we're going back to the referral part part of things. It's not like you're necessarily getting a commission on promoting those people. No, it's not like that at all. Right. But you're giving, you're increasing your availability. And that's something that I think, um, a lot of businesses are doing now just because, you know, why not help one another, um, in this economy? Yeah. Because yeah. one person's success is remembered for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, um, especially when you did that with your hands like that, <laughs> especially in our industry where I'm an Italian, I talk with my hands, <laughs> <laughs> especially in our industry where a lot of people have been known to just kind of throw each other under the bus and stab each other under in, in the back and so forth. It's kind of cool to see people actually working. Fairly hand in hand. Well, with that said, uh, if you, uh, my whole point was that if anybody out there is having a holiday party, yeah, thank you. They should contact you, and <laughs> I might it, be available. And it could be a possibility that you might get two thirds of the Rockstar podcast come to your event. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't yes, know. Yes, Mariano's taking up DJ. Thank you. <laughs> here comes he Mari- my assistant. Here comes the belly dancer, Mariano, and it's <laughs> corduroy suit. Don't all DJs say yo yo yo? Uh, nice hips. Yes, nice. nice hips. Oh, this is deteriorating corduroy. rapidly. Corduroy. No, it's holiday time. Why not talk about that? My lime green corduroy suit. Did you notice in Twi- <laughs> Did you notice in Twitter that they added a tab, by the way? Yeah. The, the activity? The activity. Uh, yep. No, I didn't. You have to actually go he, online he's, to he's see actually, that. I, I, he's really I, upset I've that been, I just said that and he doesn't know it. I stumbled <laughs> on it. I could tell. I stumbled on it. You did. No, no. I, well, I, I mean, I usually use okay. my Twitter app. It's I interesting. Use, I don't use my... Uh, right, exactly. And the only reason I, uh, I'll actually go to the website is when... Yeah, maybe I need to add somebody to a list, or, right. or maybe I want to see know, the sadly, whole timeline. Do you know, sadly, my wife probably knows that, and I don't. <laughs> I don't have any doubt in Gina, unlike that's you. Why, that's why we have <laughs> them But go ahead. Uh, well, the activity tab, it's... Uh, do, did you hear it? Do you know anything about it at all? Or no? I, I don't. And one more thing about Gina. I invited yep. her to be on the podcast, and she flat out refused. <laughs> what? She can't join when she doesn't know, because she hasn't listened to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and she'll never hear yeah, this. Yes, yes. Uh, well, the activity tab, it's... Uh, 
you know, when you go to twitter.com, you have your, I forget how they call it, home and then your at replies. Activity, you basically, it's similar to what Facebook did in the upper yep. right. Yep. You can see everything. Oh, it's yeah. a stream. So of, I can see who Tony's followed, everybody, everybody to that moment. All oh, your, cool. not friends, but all your followers, right? Everybody's activity, is that what yes, it is? Yes, you can see that, who they're following and stuff like that. I think it's just a, it's something to compete with the Facebook stream yeah, type yeah. of thing. Well, they all, they, they feed off each other. I did, I, I took a peek at it, literally, like one day I'm like, oh, what is that? Because it gives you a little pop-up. Mm-hmm. says new or whatever. Right. So I clicked on it and I took a peek at it and it looks like basically just a, a running stream of everybody that's, I guess, your followers, right? I, yeah. I was going to say circled, but that's Google Plus. Gosh, and I was yeah. going to say Get friends because right. that's Facebook. Right. And I'm so confused and need to drink. Facebook <laughs> is dying. It is. You've been saying that for years. No, I used to say for a year and a half. And I said in two, well, I said a year, so I'm about five, six months behind. But it's dying. And I'll tell you how, I mean, it's just more, com- are you t- telling me that half the Facebook posts now you don't see are JPEGs? just like MySpace started becoming. Yeah. And now I'm starting to see the glitter graphics. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> awesome. a couple. Of, and then, I can't wait, I you can't know, wait. The music, play, now I know that you're in the music world, but you know, when people start posting their music, so every post, Song it's fun. headed that way. And I'm going to Facebook, but it's not like it was. Like I wouldn't be sitting on it. You, and I'll I, agree with you on yeah. that, 100%. And I've, I've expressed my dislike of, of the quote-unquote new Facebook, it's not that new. I mean, it's been a couple months. And at first, I was laughing at everybody who disliked, right. oh, it's just change. But the more I use it, the the Why is that? The more I don't I have go, a problem with it. I, I don't have a problem with it. I just, I've said this before. I feel like I'm seeing the same people's posts. Well, that's because you are. Because you have to go to Over their- and over. Oh, right. Okay, that's... Okay. I know I have to keep an eye on that right side. Yeah. That dynamic free-flowing, constantly changing right side. Right. But the problem is because, it, uh, I, I don't know, it's just visually, it, it's not appealing to me and it moves so quickly okay. yes. that I don't have the patience to actually go through all that stuff. Well, and- I like the big posts and the big posts, are they're, they're not chronological right. often. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are JPEG-driven or media-driven, I should say. Well, and so, interestingly enough, yeah. what I think is happening with Facebook is something that goes back to what you were talking about advertising earlier. And, you know, they're trying to customize that news feed so that it brings up posts too much that were no, but but brings up po- that the main news feed. I'm you're right. About. You're it absolutely right. Posts I know what you're saying. That that it thinks you are going to care more about right. than anything else, and it's not giving you based the opportunity. Interact, in, right. Interaction based on your interaction, so it's not giving you the opportunity to see all the posts that have absolutely come up. Absolutely right. And that's going back to your point in that it's not giving me the choice to kind of. I want to see people I don't see and, all the time. That's right. that's the point of Facebook. Right. And you're right. You're absolutely right. And I see the same people's posts all over and over. And it's not always the, the best people. They're not really my friends' friends, or right. they're not really people I'm interested in. Maybe I interacted with them on some level, or maybe the problem is I'm a DJ, right, on Facebook, and every DJ's posts I see, every DJ's posts, and well, it it's is too also, much. but it. See, my, my experience has been, and I'm not arguing it just to argue. My experience has been way different in terms of how I've related to. It, but you're right with a DJ post, but DJ posts. DJs post the most, right? Post the most. Possibly. They post, no, but they do. No, they possibly. Post I don't, but and, well, possibly. No, I'm saying the genre of DJs, that's yeah, what MySpace yeah, push, was. push, push. Right? MySpace became all bands mm-hmm. and all clubs mm-hmm. posting their bulletins all the time. And that's To each happened. other. Right, to each other. <laughs> now, my experience has been different. And here's, for me, I know what you're saying. You're getting the same people because you have to go and hit subscribe and you want to see all posts. Yeah, yeah. But in the Facebook stream in the upper right-hand corner, and you brought this up in the podcast last time, I remember you were saying that it's too much or it's too fast. That I'm with you on, but there are so many posts. I see everybody's posts now because when I have it open, there are posts, because on old Facebook, you wouldn't see everything. True, so true. Now I see when anybody, I've been, I've opened up. You see up every to, single like and comment. That is true, I'll give right, you that. So I see more, but then I know what you're saying to you, it's like. So so you're saying that you're, your I experience is different because you watch the stream more than you do the, the main feed. Is well, that the main correct? feed doesn't move really that much. No, it doesn't. Which is an argument to what Mariano was or in, uh, in agreement with Mariano, what he was saying was that you see limited stuff. And instead of seeing everything in your main, you see it in the upper right hand and it goes quick. I almost would rather they have that bar a little bit longer so you could, so you can see it. But my experience is like, I've seen stuff that I probably would have never seen. Yeah. And I'm not saying I sit there I'll give you that. No, you're absolutely right. So I guess it's, uh, I don't have it. I think for me, it's habit. I'm used to seeing the main. I scroll, 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 scroll. And I, to be honest, probably seven out of 10 times, I ignore that right hand column, which is actually more important than your quote unquote feed at this point. And possibly because the reason why I've experienced that better is because I've made it a point to stay logged in under my business account for 80% of the time rather than oh. 
Right. I mean, I don't mind the social part of Facebook, but if you go into a friend's page and you click as uh, there's the subscribe, but to mm-hmm. the next of it, this is your relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have my immediate friends. I almost use it as a list. Yeah. And I put them as close pr- friend or close acquaintance. Mm-hmm. What that means is every time they post, I'll get a red flag. So if I just want to choose 10 or 15 people, oh. I'll always see their stuff. Uh-huh. When I go into my personal account on Facebook, whatever I've missed, I've missed. So be it, that's yeah, life. of course. But I will never miss a post that you made, a post that he made, uh-huh. a comment that you made. And it's almost I, like lists. It's, it's, it it's a shortcut. It's what I've used as lists. And then I stay in my business account because that's the real kind of stuff that I'm using. I mean, to be honest, I'm using Facebook for business. But I also like the voyeurism and pleasure of seeing friends and what they're doing. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I can do that by creating almost like a shortcut of a list. So maybe that's why my experience has been different. That's a smart, I never really thought about going I, it that I, way, I, but that's I just that's dumbed onto it and yeah, thought about yeah, it a couple yeah. weeks ago and it works out. So now whenever my brother, uh, my brother, his girlfriend, you guys post anything, I'll get the alert. And I stay in my business account because that's where I want to make a lot of more of my engagement yeah. with other companies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the answer is, out of my 500 plus friends, I mean, for the most part, they're either clients who already, I have their business. And if they really want to post business related stuff, we'll do it on the business Facebook page. Other than knowing a client's birthday, you know, it, it is what it is. It's getting so much with posting of JPEGs and photos and stuff like that, that right. it's going to be too much. My app of the, of the podcast is cherry.com. It's what just one of those fun, random things. Okay. Basically... If you work in the city or you leave your car somewhere, whatever it is, you go to cherry.com and for twenty nine ninety five they will come to your cherry.com. Cherry. Like okay. you know the fruit. Yeah. yeah the, yes, the fruit. Uh cherry.com, they will come to your house. They will go to your car and, car, and wash your car. Oh <laughs> really? That's cool. Will they come 29, to my house? <laughs> they'll go anywhere. And if you want, if you stay in your house and, and you want them to do the interior, you just, they'll uh, tweet you and you unlock, unlock it from it. inside and they'll do that. That's awesome. Uh, for th- 29, but the point was more so like if you're in the city, that type of thing, you could just, they'll come and. That's awesome. 30 bucks. All about it. And you have, to, sorry, you, I didn't, you're, sure. you have to be in the city? No, no, it's anywhere. Oh, it's but anywhere. I'm saying that they're like, part of it is that they're doing stuff in the city because a lot of people, there's not car washes in the city. Right, right. And it gets so dirty and stuff like that. And once you get a parking spot, you, you don't want to move it. That's pretty cool. Right. <laughs> for, 30, cool for 30 bucks. That's a cool idea. How much more for uh, girls in bikinis? <laughs> uh, well, if you're married, probably a lot of money. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> they, they promise people in bikinis, they just don't promise the gender. Oh, they don't well, promise the gender. I'm not, I'm not worth it. Uh, uh, I don't think it's worth that it. That is cherryx.com, by the way. <laughs> right. No, I have no idea. Uh, Spelled differently. So I loved, so I did that. So Mariana, go ahead. You look like you're eager to pop a cherry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Talk about cherry. Uh, no, actually. Uh, I've got two apps that uh, oh. I... That's why I didn't get one today, because he has two. Right, exactly. Well, I've got... <laughs> I think one. this is a general purpose app for anybody that's ever lost a remote control before. Yes. Uh, if you have Fios, and I, I'm pretty sure they have it on Cablevision too. Fios has an app now in the App Store that you can download and you convert your phone into a remote control, <laughs> which is pretty oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and it's, it's pretty neat. It's got like three or four screens. You can use it to play, you know, on-demand stuff and so on and so forth. So that was pretty cool. And the other one is just when I happen Before to Before you stuff- go to that other app. Before you go to that other app. Now, I fought you with Squarespace and WordPress. <laughs> and I converted to WordPress. Yeah. This time I'm going to tell you that the Cablevision app not only came out a long time ago, but the Cablevision app is a remote control. You can watch it there and it controls every TV in your house. So you can change channels from anywhere. So that's all. Well, no, no, but I don't have cable vision. I know that's the problem. <laughs> that's oh, the problem. You too. No, look, I, look, Let I feel, him finish. I gave into WordPress and I'm a full WordPress right, guy. So yes. you're saying he should. Right. So now okay. I'm saying. Get, do it. Go to Cablevision. Okay, okay. Right. okay go ahead. <laughs> Pay is more your, money and go to Is your second cable app Cablevision, by the way? No, no. Oh, my, God, second, God. my second app is, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, have you guys heard of a company called Songify? Yeah, yes, I've heard yes, that. Yes, All right, yeah. so you know they they IFY song of right that IFY yeah. So so basically they take these videos and usually it's something news related and they make a song into it, and um and they they digitize the the interaction. Well, they actually now have an app where you can record your own voice saying something, and you can songify it. 
Um, no way. I, yeah, it's so awesome. Here, so you me, can demonstrate let it? Let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, this is cool. Hold on. He's gonna, Do you have an app? I didn't, but he just made me think of one. Because I have three quick apps, which would... Which might, okay. Okay, but... I'll well, you can go right after right. me. I, I don't really... I didn't really have an app okay. today, but I think he's got it. Let me see. This is the Rockstar Podcast. He's going to songify that. This is the Rockstar Podcast. <laughs> This is the Rockstar Podcast. <laughs> and you can you can I can't make this song you that can fast. Do other, <laughs> you can do other songs too. Um Oh wow. And so now This is the Rockstar Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Rockstar Podcast. One more time and a horrible so, misuse of, of technology. It's 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 so it's <laughs> so awesome. funny. I mean, I I never pull out the app except for to to make people laugh. And that's awesome. <laughs> it's uh it's really cool. So and I don't I don't it's it's maybe a buck. I don't think it's uh that's worth it. Expensive. That's it's a great party uh party great app party right app. So uh actually I didn't have an app, but you made me think of it with the whole remote control thing and then uh, Lorenzo uh, talking talking about the cable vision app. Give if you guys are on, <laughs> if you guys are on TiVo, TiVo's app is awesome, especially especially for the iPad mm-hmm. because it's obviously a big screen and it incorporates all the functionality of a TiVo remote control. Oh, cool! So literally, you can connect it to if you have multiple TiVos, you can connect it to one at a time. Obviously, whichever one you're using, change channels. You can scrub. So that if you don't know what that means, that you know if you're actually watching a show, you can fast forward oh, yeah. with your finger. You know, <laughs> kind of, awesome. kind of like on iTunes where you fast forward through a song. It's so much easier than using an actual remote control, and you can punch in channels and you can search shows and actually set them up to record. Oh, cool. So much easier than actually going into TiVo, which is a little bit more cumbersome and and you have to type in one letter at a time. I mean, it's awesome. So the TiVo app, excellent. I got three quickies also that I didn't think about. Uh, Live Stand, which is by Yahoo, it uh, is in competition with Flipboard. Mm-hmm. Similar concept. Uh, another two apps is the PBS app and the Bloomberg Plus app. They are like trend setting in terms of what they do, especially the Bloomberg app. You can watch Bloomberg Television. The amount of content, the way it's done, is beautifully done. Awesome. And uh, that's it. Rockstar Podcast 016 in the can. In the can, baby. See you guys. <laughs>